Hello, and welcome to Time Matters, the podcast where we help professional women like you build careers you love while making time for what really matters in your life. I'm your host, Dr. Kenny. Building a career as a professional woman is hard, especially if you're a working mom. Let's be honest, it's hard. Between dropping your kids off at school and feeding them, taking care of them when they're sick, keeping up with workplace deadlines and demands, it's hard. You're only one person. And I would not be surprised if you told me, Martha, I am exhausted. I feel burnt out. I wouldn't be surprised if you told me you are having trouble keeping up with your spouse, your kids, and your work. And I wouldn't be surprised if you told me you feel lost and confused sometimes. And you're asking yourself, is this all worth it? Well, I want to let you know I'm not surprised because you're not alone. I was in the exact spot where you are today, and so are countless number of women. For me, I felt exhausted all the time. I felt like I was doing too much, but I didn't know what to let go of. And I felt like I couldn't give the best of myself to my husband or my kids. But something dramatically shifted during the beginning of the pandemic. Like most people, I had the opportunity to think about life and have time to think about life in a way that I had not before. And I started thinking about what I wanted in life. And I started thinking about the changes that I wanted to see happen in my life. And all this thinking led to a path of self-discovery. I worked with a coach. I educated myself. And I realized that I had been approaching things the wrong way. You see, a lot of career development advice and time management advice is focused on telling you to follow some 10-step blueprint, download some app, follow some process, use this tool. And I've done it all because I know. And everybody swears to have some productivity or hack or some career hack that is going to make you get as much done in little time as possible, that is going to make you have the best career that you could imagine. But really, all these hacks do is that they work for a few days, but then they leave you feeling frustrated. And so I realized that there was no hack that was going to give me the clarity that I needed to draw boundaries about my time. There was no hack that was going to give me a clear vision of what I wanted my future self, both personally and professionally, to look like. And there was no hack that was going to give me the right habits that I needed to actually achieve my goal. So I needed something different, something that was more sustainable, something that really helped me to commit my time to the things that were worthwhile to me, to the things that actually mattered to me. And I realized that that something was not out there yet. So I developed something for myself that I call the VHS Blueprint. VHS stands for Values, Habits, and Systems. And is a little bit of a throwback to the 90s, maybe early 2000s. For those of you who are listening, you know what a VHS is, who remembers Hollywood videos and Blockbuster. And so it's a throwback to that. But it stands for Values, Habits, and Systems. And what this blueprint has done is that it has helped me cut down on activities and tasks that were actually distractions. 
I went from being super busy to being truly productive because I define productivity as getting things that are worthwhile to you done. So I was no longer a busybody doing any and everything, but I had to, I was able to devote my energy, my time, and my attention to the things that I had determined to be worthwhile. In addition to that, this blueprint has helped me build micro habits that have been essential to my career advancement. And it has also helped me save hours every week by using tools and systems that make sense in terms of the habits that I have and the goals that I have. And so today I'm going to share this blueprint with you. I've shared it with countless other women at different academic institutions. I've shared it with other women through my writing. I've shared it with other women through different talks that I have given. And so today I'm excited to share it with all of you who listen to the Time Matters podcast, because my goal for you is that you will be able to offer your best self to your family and that you will also be able to build a career that is fulfilling and impactful so you can make an impact on your community. So let's dive into the VHS Blueprint. So as I've mentioned, the VHS Blueprint stands for Values, Habits, and Systems. And a simple analogy I want to use to explain it and to explain the impact that it can have on your life is to use an apple analogy. So think about an apple. Imagine that you have an apple and you cut it in half. If you cut the apple in half, what do you see at the core or at the center of the apple? Well, you will see apple seeds, right? Apple seeds are what gives the apple its identity. When you look at an apple, whether it's a Granny Smith, green Granny Smith apple or a red delicious apple, it's not the skin that you're looking at that gives the apple the identity. It's what's at the core of the apple, which are the apple seeds. And so I like to think of the core of the apple as your values. I've already defined values in a previous episode where I talked about what values are and how you can actually dig in and determine which values are most important to you. So today, I'm only going to touch on values very briefly. It is your values that make you who you are. Your values are like your fingerprints. They're unique to you, and they're expressed everywhere that you go. So your values are at the core of your identity. Is what makes me, Martha, Martha, and not anybody else. Because even if I share certain values with other people, how I want to express it in my life is going to be very different from other people because it's really based on my unique background and what makes me unique. And so that means that having clarity on your values is so key because that is at the core of who you are. And if you want to gain more clarity on your values, I recommend hitting pause on this episode, listen to the previous episode, and then come back. And I also would encourage you to download the Time Matters workbook so you can work through some exercises that will guide, that will guide you through getting some clarity on your values. And so if we go back to our apple example, at the core of the apple are the apple seeds, right? And it's the seeds that gives the apple its identity. So right around the core is what? Well, around the core of the apple is the actual flesh of the apple. If you were blindfolded and I handed you an apple 
You might touch it from the outside. You wouldn't know necessarily that it is an apple. You might confuse it with a pear, for instance, or strangely shaped, maybe not an orange because it has a different texture, but you might think of another fruit, right? You might guess that it's an apple, but you wouldn't be fully confident. But if I tell you to eat it and you taste the actual flesh of the fruit, you'll realize that, oh, this is an apple. The flesh of the apple is what you eat, taste and feel that lets you know that this is an apple. So wrapped around your core or the seed, which is your identity, who you are and who you want to be, wrapped right around that are your habits. Your habits are reflective of your identity. Your habits are reflective of who you are and who you want to be. They're reflective of where you want to go, of that future vision of yourself. And so if you tell me as a professional woman that in 10 years, I want to be a leader in this field from a professional perspective, then you have to, I will ask you, well, don't wait for 10 years to develop the habits of a leader in that field. Survey other women who are where you want to be in 10 years and find out what habits have been essential to their success and work on cultivating those habits now because success doesn't just happen to you. You actually have to be intentional. And so I actually love this phrase that I I actually came across in a book by Amy Cuddy. And also she has a really famous TED Talk as well. But I read her book before I saw the TED Talk. And she says, fake it till you become it. Fake it till you become it. So it's a play on fake it till you make it. Instead of faking it till you make it, because that implies that, you know, you you, you don't become that person until you make it, but fake it till you become it. You know, if you know that in 10 years, I'm going to be a leader in this kind of company, I'm going to be leading this kind of team. Well, imagine that that 10 years is now and begin to walk in the habits of that kind of person that you will be in 10 years. Cultivate those habits, build it. And when you do that, you will see that you will naturally take each step towards success. And so those are what habits are. So we've done the, the seeds, which are the, the core of the apple. Those are your values. Wrapped around that is the flesh. And then around the flesh is the actual you know, skin of the apple, right? And that's what we see on the outside. And so when you look at the skin of the apple, it comes in different flavors. It can be green. It can be bright red. It can be a little bit lighter red. It can be gold. And so apples can come in different flavors. The skin can come in different colors. And that is what I call systems, right? Your systems are the tools and the processes that you use to make the habits that you've developed easier to do. And those systems and tools can come in different flavors. Doesn't matter what it is, because if you've determined with clarity who you want to be and where you're going, and you have determined the habits of your future self that you're going to adapt now in your present self and cultivate now in your present self, when you've done all of that, all of those tools and processes are just extra. They're actually there to make it easier for you to do those habits, to reinforce those habits. So that is the VHS blueprint in a nutshell. And I'm today, for the remainder of the episode, I'm going to talk about habits because habits are key to success. They are the building blocks to success. And so let's start off with this question, what is a habit? Well, there are different definitions of a habit, but I like to use the definition from the book called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. 
and it's a great it's a great book. So I recommend that you read it if you want to dive into this topic further. So Charles Duhigg says a habit is a deliberate choice that we make at some point that we do over and over and over again, and then it becomes an unconscious behavior. Do you get what that definition means? He's basically saying a habit is like a formula that our brain automatically follows, essentially. You know, our brain sees a cue or a trigger, it performs that routine in order to receive a reward. That reward reinforces the routine so that every time you see that cue and trigger, you do that behavior. So there was research conducted by scientists, behavior scientists out of MIT that actually shows about 40% of the behaviors that we do on a daily basis are actually habits. Now think about that. That means that 40% of the time, you're not making conscious decisions about what you're doing. You're just doing it without thought. Now think about it. That is why sometimes at the end of the day, when you haven't been intentional and purposeful with how you're using your time, you'll get to the end of the day exhausted and be like, oh, what did I do today? And realize that I really didn't do anything I wanted to do. And so 40% of that time, you were on autopilot. So now we know a habit is a behavior that starts as a choice and then it becomes nearly an unconscious act. If we go back to the VHS blueprint, I like to think of habits as the behaviors that bridge the gap between our values, which is what is important to us, and our goals, what we want to achieve. So habits are like the actionable steps that we take consistently to embody our values and to work towards our goals. Habits are building blocks of progress. They translate abstract values and goals into actual tangible daily actions. Consistent habits lead to compound effects. It's the small daily actions that we take and repeat every day over and over again that can lead to significant long-term effects and significant long-term results. So having alignment between our habits and our core values is critical. When there's that alignment between what you do on a daily basis, those unconscious decisions that you make, those unconscious acts that you do, there's the alignment between that and who you want to become or who you want to be in the future, that actually leads to change that is sustainable and fulfilling. And so it creates, because it creates this intrinsic motivation, because if I'm doing the behaviors of the person that I want to be 10, 15 years from now, if I'm walking and talking like them and I'm cultivating behaviors that are in line with that person, then I actually feel motivated when I get up because it's tied to my identity and my purpose. So you're listening to me right now, and I know that you now understand the importance of habits and having habits that are aligned with our values. So the next question then is, how can someone effectively transition from their old habits to building new habits that support their goals? Well, it's actually simpler than you would think. There is something called the habit loop, which I actually kind of alluded to earlier when I was talking about the book, The Power of Habit. The habit loop is the idea that every habit begins with a trigger or a cue that leads to the actual behavior and then that leads to the reward. So you can imagine that if you want to start a new habit, what do you need to do? 
You need to identify a cue that you can put in place that would trigger that behavior naturally. And cues can be so many different things. It can be an environment, a certain environment. Um, it can be an emotion. It can be um, a certain action that is associated with a habit. It can even be a person. Let me give you two examples. When I wanted to develop the habit of exercising every day, I assessed my morning routine. And I realized that when I got up in the morning, you know, after I did my prayers and my Bible reading, I would go and, you know, to my, my, um, my bathroom sink. I would get ready in the morning, wash my face, brush my teeth, do the usual stuff. And then I would then make a decision about what I'm going to do with the rest of the morning. And so I saw that as a great opportunity to put a visual cue there, something I would see that would trigger me to actually exercise. And so I started putting clean exercise clothes with my shoes and my socks right on my bathroom vanity. And so when I finished brushing my teeth, I would see the exercise clothes there and it would then trigger in my brain, oh yeah, I said I would exercise today. So everything was prepped. The other thing I would recommend is commit to doing that habit for a small amount of time. Because when we try to do too much at once, we can get easily overwhelmed. So break that habit into what is called micro habits. My goal was eventually to get to the point where I was exercising 30 minutes a day. But I was so out of shape, there was no way I would start from doing absolutely nothing day after day to go into 30 minutes a day. And so what I ended up doing was committing myself to five minutes a day. And I know five minutes sounds ridiculous, but five minutes was just enough time for me to show up, get on my spin bike, and pretty much get off. But I was working in my brain an actual habitual behavior. I was starting to create an autopilot loop in my brain. So I started with that five minutes and eventually I started moving from five minutes to 10 minutes, then 15 minutes, then 30 minutes. And then I went past 30 minutes to 45 minutes and eventually ended up close to an hour. And you see, you see that what habits do by creating that trigger, the key is to just to show up. Because once you show up, you actually will perform that action. Is showing up that's always the hardest part. And that is why it's so important to really take advantage of the habit loop. Create loops, um, create a cue or a trigger that will actually help you show up on a regular basis. The other thing that is important is that consistency is key. Keep track of your progress as you're developing a new habit and celebrate small victories so that you actually stay motivated. So if we go back to the habit loop, you have the cue and the trigger. Actually think about a reward that you can give yourself that is meaningful and celebrate when you're consistent and you actually do that habit that you're trying to build. The other thing that is helpful when you're building new habits is to have an accountability or support partner. It's hard to start something that you've never done before. And so one of the best ways to actually ensure that you do it is to surround yourself with people who are on a similar journey to yourself. So if I go back to another habit that I also developed is um, I realized that, hey, in 10, 15 years, I want to be an internationally recognized researcher. Okay, there you have it. You have one of my secrets, uh, which is, or you know, one of my goals to become internationally recognized for the work that I do within sickle cell pain. 
And so if that is one of my goals, you know, in the future, then what will such a well-published and well-known researcher do? Well, they write every day. They write grants and they write papers. So if I say that I'm going to be a well-recognized researcher, well, I have to like, you know, fake it till I become it. So I have to assume the habits of that person. And so that means that I have to cultivate a habit of writing every day. And so when I started writing every day, I write about 30 minutes a day at minimum. Doesn't matter what happens during the day. And sometimes, you know, when I have large chunks of time, I write for three hours, four hours. But at minimum, every day with the exception of Sundays, I write 30 minutes a day. And so when I started cultivating that habit, I realized that what will make me really commit to that habit even better was to have an accountability partner who was on the same journey as myself. So I found an accountability partner who is also a researcher around the same level of progress where I am at, and we hold each other accountable. We meet every week. And when we meet, I know that I'm going to be asked, well, what did you do? Did you write? Did you finish that part of the manuscript that we were talking about? Because I'm going to be held accountable for that. And so I do it. We meet every week. We talk about whether we met our goals and what our future goals are when it comes to our um, writing and our research. And then we write in silence for that time period. So get a support partner, get an accountability partner, create an environment and a climate that will actually nurture the habit that you're trying to build. Now I've gone over in good detail how to build a new habit, but I want to also share some tips from the book Atomic Habits by James Clare. And I love his tips are just very simple and practical. He says that when you're trying to build a new habit, make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. And then the other thing that he mentions also is that when you want to change your behavior, when you want to break a maladapted habit, because I don't like to use the word bad habit, but when you want to break a habit that is in your way, that is a roadblock to where you want to go, he also recommends you do the opposite. He says, think about how you can make this habit unattractive. Think about how you can make it difficult to do. And think about how you can make it unsatisfying. Um, So these are all tips for building new habits and also breaking old habits as well that are roadblocks to where you want to go. Now, all of these things are pretty practical and it takes practice. And I want to talk about some of the challenges that you might encounter. Maybe you're excited by everything I've spoken of so far. And you're like, yes, I know the exact habits that are aligned with my goals and aligned with my vision of my future self and my values. I'm going to start working on building these habits. Well, before you go, let me tell you some of the things to anticipate that might get in your way certain mindsets that might get in your way of building that new habit, you know, so that you can you can actually deal with it before they happen, right? And you can recognize and you have more self-awareness about it. So one of the biggest mindsets, I think, that gets in the way of building new habits is having an all or nothing mindset. This is the idea that I'm supposed to do X, Y, and Z for 30 minutes. And now I feel like, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're running around doing all kinds of stuff, Your kids are not, you know, kids have no internal clock. No, they can't read external clocks. Even if they can read time, they have no perception of time. They do whatever they want, right? And so your kids are not following the rule book and you're running late. 
And you were supposed to exercise for 30 minutes. You were supposed to write for 30 minutes. You were supposed to read for 30 minutes. You were supposed to journal for 30 minutes. And guess what? Now you only got 15 minutes. So what do you do? Do you say, well, I only have 15 minutes and I'm supposed to do this for 30 minutes, so I'll do it tomorrow. Or do you say, well, I really wanted to do this for 30 minutes and now I only have 15 minutes, but what can I get done in the 15 minutes that I have? See the difference? It's about consistency. Some days you'll be super consistent and get all 30 minutes in and some days you'll only have that 15 minutes. So don't neglect that 15 minutes. Doing less does not mean you have failed. Doing less is better than doing nothing. Let me repeat that again, because I think some of us need to hear that. I need to hear that on certain days as well. Doing less does not mean you have failed. Doing less is better than doing nothing. The other things that you will encounter as you build these habits is that you might find a lack of consistency. And so the way you overcome, you know, today, you know, Monday, maybe you do it, then Tuesday, and then all of a sudden it becomes harder and you don't do it again until Friday. And so you become inconsistent with it. Well, one of the ways to overcome inconsistency I've already mentioned is to actually have an accountability partner and make sure that you've engineered your environment for success. You know, create visual cues that allows you to actually naturally do that habit. It goes back to James Clare's recommendation to make the habit easy, obvious, and attractive. So create cues that make it easy for you to actually do that habit. Remove things that you know will be roadblocks. Remove things that you know will get in the way. So if you know that in the morning there's a certain habit that you want to journal after you, um, you know, with your after you drink your cup of coffee, or you want to be drinking your cup of coffee or tea and journal at the same time. That's a habit you want to develop. Then what is going to get in your way? Probably having your phone around might get in the way. You know, you might end up on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or end up checking your email 20 times in the morning, that time that you were supposed to use to journal is gone. So one of the best things that you can do is that, well, if I'm drinking my coffee and it's time to journal, I need to make sure I don't have my phone with me. So make, remove roadblocks that will make it hard or to be consistent with that habit. The other thing that you might encounter is a lack of motivation. And there's two things I want to say here. When you lack motivation, it could be that your habit is just not compelling enough. And this goes back to your why. So if your habit is not compelling enough, then you have to go back to your core, to the seed, right? If you're not seeing an apple flesh and you're told that this is an apple seed, then you got to check. Are you really an apple? I mean, I'm just joking. But you do have to check, is this goal really aligned with my values? So you constantly have to check your why. Why am I pursuing this? Is this truly worthwhile to me? Maybe it's not worthwhile and that's what the problem is. The other problem that sometimes we lack is that we expect to be motivated all the time. Okay, let me let you in on the secret. Most mornings, the things that I get done, I kind of don't feel like doing. I would rather be laying in bed for the next 10 hours in the morning. And I would rather be laying in bed watching something, you know, or reading something. I don't want to get up at 5 o'clock or 5.30 in the morning and be on my treadmill I don't want to be up and be downstairs writing at 6 a.m. I don't want to be doing any of that stuff. But because it's connected to my why, for me, I'm always looking at the end result and how I will feel when I actually get it done. That encourages me to show up. And then the other thing to remember is that motivation 
actually happens after you have shown up. Let me just word it another way. Action precedes motivation. Who needs to hear that again? Action precedes motivation. Action comes before motivation. You act first. And the way you act is you just show up. Just show up where you're supposed to be. Show up where that trigger is, where that cue is. Just show up and just get started. That's all you need. You don't need the energy to finish. Don't think about finishing. Don't think about the whole 30 minutes or one hour you've committed to do a certain habit. Just think about, oh, I just need to show up. Because once you show up, then the motivation actually comes. But if you're always waiting to be motivated to show up, that's when we don't get anything done. The other thing that I have seen people do is that oftentimes people fail to form new habits or they find challenges because they they implement too many changes at once. Maybe you're excited by this podcast episode and you're like, oh, I know the habits I need to implement. I am so excited for change. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And then you go and you try to build five new habits all at once. Please don't do that. Focus on one habit at a time. For how long? For however long it takes you. I know that some of you will probably have read in books, it takes like 21 days to form a new habit. It takes X amount of days to do do something consistently before it becomes a habit. No, scratch all of that. It takes you however long it's going to take you to build a new habit. It might take you 365 days and that is fine. So focus on one habit, do it consistently every day and be patient with yourself and you'll be okay. Another thing that people might encounter when they're trying to build new habits is negative self-talk. Sometimes self-doubt gets in the way. You're so excited by everything that you've heard and you're trying to implement these new habits. You do it for two days and you can't do it consistently. That's okay. Don't start beating yourself down. I've met people who think the more they beat themselves down, the more likely they'll do something. No. The more you beat yourself down, the more likely you're going to run away from it. So you have to affirm yourself, be patient with yourself, show yourself some grace and self-compassion, and you will be okay. So you weren't able to do it this week. So you weren't able to do it this month. It's okay. You've been blessed with a new month. So you weren't able to do it last year. It's okay. You've been blessed with a new year. And you know the amazing thing? Even if you only get 20% of what you're looking for accomplished, even if you only do that habit 20% of the time, guess what? It's not 0%. And guess what happens next year? When you are building on your goals next year, you're not starting from ground zero, you're starting from 20%. So you're making progress even if you don't fully achieve your goal. Be generous with yourself. Be kind to yourself because you're not starting off from where you were before you're starting off from a different place. You're starting off from a place of progress. So that is it for today's episode. I hope that you're excited as I've introduced the VHS Blueprint. Don't worry, I didn't talk about systems today because it's a lot. I want you to just focus on habits and just digest all of the things I've shared about habits and think about what new habits you you want to build. And as time goes on, I will bring in different systems. I'll talk about weekly planning. I will talk about the Pomodoro technique so you can get things done in a focused manner. I'll bring these systems in, but I'm working on the foundation first because it really starts with understanding who you want to be, your values, and also the behaviors that are aligned with who you want to be. Those two things are the hardest part. And but they're the parts, the two parts that give you the best reward. That's what makes the VHS blueprint different. 
Because if you're able to get clarity on who you want to be and where you want to go, and you're able to understand habit formation and really leverage the habit loop so you can accomplish your goals, then you're on the fast track to sustainable change. You're on the fast track to actually achieving your goals for 2024. And so I will share those tools as time goes on, but I want you to focus today on your habits. So I hope that with this episode, you understand now the importance of aligning your habits with your core values and making sure that your actions are not just moving you forward, but they're moving you in the right direction towards the vision that you have for yourself, that vision that reflects your values, that vision that reflects the things that are important to you, the things that truly matter to you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Into the next episode of Time Matters, please stay safe and stay blessed. Thank you for listening to the Time Matters podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. To stay up to date with Time Matters and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow us on Instagram at timematters.today and also on our website at timematterstoday.com. Time Matters.